You're listening to Packers Talk Network. Do you want to experience the thrill of a Packers game at Lambeau Field? If so, be sure to get your game tickets from the longtime trusted source in Wisconsin, Ticket King. Visit their locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay. Or just go to their website, theticketking.com. Again, that's theticketking.com. The Green Bay Packers are 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl. Holy shit. And with that, I'd like to welcome you to a special midweek edition of Lemp's Talk and Pack. I'm your host, Chris Lempesis, coming to you once again from my basement Packer room in my home in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here to break down. That's right. We're here now. The NFC Championship game. The Green Bay Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers. Sunday night, 5.40 p.m. Lambeau time. Levi Stadium, Santa Clara, California. For the right to advance to Super Bowl 54 in Miami, Florida. That's it. We're here now. This is it. We're at the doorstep of the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers facing the team. I don't know if you know this. I'm going to let you in on some inside information. Sources confirmed to me tonight that Aaron Rodgers will be facing the team he grew up rooting for in Northern California. The team that, some additional scoopage for you, had a shot to draft him number one overall and didn't. I don't know if you guys knew that. Have you seen that at all anywhere this week? If you haven't, I mean, move over Jay Glazer, move over Ian Rappaport, move over Adam Schefter. Here comes Chris Lampasis. Breaking stories, breaking news. (laughs) I mean, okay, seriously, I have seen the clip of Rodgers being interviewed by ESPN as he's plummeting in the draft back in 05. And he tells the guy, I can't think of the guy's name, but he says, you know, not as sorry as the 49ers will feel for not drafting me when they had the chance or whatever. I've seen that clip roughly 47,000 times this week. You don't all need to post it, okay? We get it. We know. You don't all need it. And you don't need to tell us that Matt LaFleur's brother is an offensive coach for the 49ers. I know that as well. Everybody, okay, uncle, we get it, we get it. (laughs) All right, before we get into the fun, got to do the shameless self-promotion, the social media, email, all that good stuff. Twitter, LempsMKE, at It's Just Chris Now. Facebook, Old Bag of Donuts, OL Bag of Donuts. The email account, I've I've got some emails last few days, that's nice. I mean, I kind of called you guys out last week, but either way, you responded, and I appreciate that. Old bag of donuts, O L bag of donuts, oldbagadonuts at gmail.com. And if you're listening to me on the wonderful Packers Talk iTunes page, leave a rating five stars, four stars, anything less, don't. Comments, hey, if you could leave a comment, Chris, you're awesome. That'd be great. And here, you know what? Just hit subscribe. That way, It'll automatically be delivered to your iTunes account. 
You don't have to search for it. It'll just be there on your phone as soon as it gets posted. Sounds good, right? You should do it. That's my advice to you. Okay, so the game. Get into some sort of, you know, quick information about the game here. Of course, it will be on Fox. Our old pals, and I say that with more than a little bit of sarcasm. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the call. I gotta, now I want to talk about Aikman a little bit. Because I think I've said before on the show, Joe Buck is more of like, I. it's more like comedy to me. I don't think he actually gives a shit who wins or loses. Aikman, uh, Aikman I, I actually do think. <laughs> I think he roots against the Packers. I don't know why. He owned us in the 90s. What is he, why does he hate Green Bay? And why does he pronounce it Green Bay? That drives me up the wall too. Anybody else on that? Aikman, I mean, he was, he was like, someone said this to me on Twitter too, and and, and it was really true, because I said, you know, late in that game on Sunday, I said, you know, there's, don't even bother telling me he's not rooting for Seattle, because I know he is. Someone said he sounded downright giddy at the possibility of Seattle getting the ball back late. He really did. I don't know what the deal is. Troy, what, Troy boy, what happened? Why don't you like the Packers? It sure feels like you don't. I know I'm not alone in that. There's no way. All right. Uh, all right. We're already less than five minutes in. I already got one rant under my belt. Uh, the weather, because I am nothing if not a part-time meteorologist, should be much different weather for the Packers. Weather conditions will be a little bit different this week, I think, in Santa Clara. Fair to say, according to the Weather Channel, it'll be 46 on Sunday night in the Bay Area. Mostly cloudy skies, winds Light and variable, I love saying light and variable, (laughs) at four miles an hour. So, no chance of rain or any of that stuff. No monsoon-type conditions. It'll just be very mild. Uh, The line has moved, for the gamblers listening, the line has moved even higher in San Francisco's favor. It started, it was seven on Sunday night. They had the line up like ten seconds after the game ended, it felt like. And that's actually now moved to seven and a half. So just no no respect. No respect for the Packers. They truly are a nobody-believes-in-us team. Without question. I mean, I can't imagine if you were to look, and that stuff will start getting posted probably Thursday, certainly by, like, Friday. You'll see a lot of it. If you st- if you look at, like, national analysts, national football writers, their, their predictions, their prognostications... For this game on Sunday, I would be surprised. If you looked at 50, I doubt you'd find even two or three that will pick Green Bay to win. It feels like it's going to be almost unanimously San Francisco on this. Although I guess someone said to me on Twitter, Mike Wilbon kind of picked Green Bay. Something to the effect of like, I wouldn't bet against Aaron Rodgers, which isn't really picking Green Bay. But he's a Bears fan. He's from Chicago, so no surprise there. Um, Yeah, they truly are. This is a chip. Matt LaFleur can play this chip all week, and it's not bullshit. Really, I don't think anybody outside of the players and the fans think that they can win. I doubt, I'm doubt. i guessing there's a lot of Packer fans who don't think they can win either. But, you know, they really, again, are a nobody-believes-in-us team. Which is more on that towards the end of the show, but that can be dangerous. Uh, I thought I would give some background on the history of this series, specifically as it relates to the playoffs. This is incredible. You know... I knew Green Bay had played San Francisco a lot in the postseason. I didn't know exactly how many times until I looked it up uh, researching this pod. 
This will be the eighth time these teams have met in the postseason, which is insane when you consider the first time wasn't until 1996. So eight times in 24 years, these teams have met in the postseason. Wow. That is, that's, that's some wild shit, man. Packers hold a 4-3 to three edge in the previous seven. They won the first three. Now, the first one was interesting because the first one was in 96. That was when they went out to San Francisco and pulled off the big upset and really kind of announced that they were, like, a team to be reckoned with. Because, you know, the first couple of years, the, the, the previous couple of years, they had gotten to the second round of the playoffs and lost to Dallas both years uh, in the divisional round. And then in 96, they go out to San Francisco in the divisional round and win. And it was like, oh, Green Bay, really, they're, they're, they're coming. They're really, now it's official, they're coming. They really announced their presence with a bang in that one. Then, of course, they lost to Dallas in the NFC Championship game, won the Super Bowl the next year. And then, and when they won the Super Bowl, they beat San Francisco. Actually, they beat San Francisco three years in a row in the playoffs which I had kind of forgotten about. I mean, I knew they beat San Francisco a lot in the playoffs in that span of time, but I didn't realize that they beat them uh, They beat them in 96. Then they beat them in 97, again, when they won the Super Bowl. And then they won the NFC Championship game in San Francisco in 98. I don't remember what happened in that Super Bowl. I think Denver was holding a lot. I don't feel like Green Bay won that one. I don't remember, though. And then... So three in a row, and then the Packers lose in 99. Owens, Owens, Owens. Jerry Rice fumbled. Still one of the biggest. That game, out of all the Packers playoff losses, that one burns my ass right near the top. Just burns my ass hairs right near the top, man. It really does. I mean, that because Jerry Rice fumbled. We won that game. That, that was ours. They did not deserve to win that game. I've said it was Mike Holmgren's final game as head coach of the Packers. We go to 2 now. Packers beat them 25-15 to at Lambeau. And then they've, of course, lost the last two. The uh, Kaepernicking, <laughs> shall we say, they suffered in 2013 out in San Francisco, 45-31. And then in 2014, they lost at Lambeau. That game was, I think, that was a below-zero game. They lost 23-20. to right at, uh, Niners kicked a field goal right at the end to win it. So, yeah. Won the first three, then lost, then won, then lost the last two. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that little trip down uh, memory lane there. Okay, so last week, let's really, let's get into the shit now. Let's dive into this matchup. Who cares about the past, right? Future now. Let's talk about this matchup Sunday. So last week, I gave some statistical info on the Seattle Seahawks and how they compared to the Packers in several key categories, but... I don't know. That's, it seems silly to do that now with San Francisco. I mean, we know how good they are. We saw it. They, they beat the crap out of Green Bay not two months ago. You know who they are. I know who they are. They're fast. They're physical. They're skilled. They're violent. In short, they are really, really freaking good. This is going to be a tremendous test for the Packers. You know, in a lot of ways... I was thinking about this earlier, and in a lot of ways, it does feel like the last time Green Bay, or not the last time Green Bay was in the NFC Championship game, but the NFC Championship game against Seattle, right? Now, Chris, please don't talk about that game again. It breaks my heart. I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not going to go too much into it. But if you remember back, not many people gave them a chance in that one either, you know? 
I think people forget that because, you know, the Packers should have won that game and then choked. But really going into it, I think it was almost unanimously Seattle as far as people picking a winner for that one. And this this San Francisco team, they feel a lot like that Seahawks team, right? Fast, physical, violent, just really good at almost everywhere on the field at every position. And, you know, I'm just saying, look, Green Bay could have and should have won that game, even though no one really thought they would beforehand. Just keep that in mind. I thought uh, I jumped right into it. Let's three keys. I got three keys to victory for the Packers in this one. The first one. This to me is the biggest one. The grand poobah key to victory, so to speak. The Packers have to control the clock. It's a must. Now, since beating Green Bay decisively on November 24th, San Francisco has been no stranger to close games. In fact, each of the Niners' last five regular season games were decided by seven points or less, San Francisco impressively winning four of those contests. We talk about Green Bay knowing how to win close. Well, you know what? So do these guys. They've learned. It's been kind of a crash course. It's kind of a crash course for them <laughs> towards the end of the regular season, but they learned. But you know what? When I examine those five games and why they were all close, a few things stood out to me, as you would expect, but none bigger than the time of possession. Baltimore, who actually beat San Francisco. New Orleans, who lost to San Francisco. The Rams in Seattle both also lost to San Francisco. They all, But all four teams had what I would call sizable or at least fairly sizable advantages in time of possession. So let's say somewhere like, you know, close to three minutes in their favor on. A three-minute or close to it on advantage in time of possession. That, to me, is just so huge when you're an underdog like the Packers are. I mean, look at, like, now Baltimore's pretty close, obviously, talent-wise to San Francisco, Sanford, New Orleans. But the Rams in Seattle, I don't think, really were. I know Seattle beat San Francisco uh, at Levi's Stadium earlier in the season, but I don't really think the Rams or Seattle were close talent-wise. But they kept those games close both lost, but they kept them close because they had huge advantages in time of possession. When you're an underdog like the Packers are going into this one, it's just you can't overstate how important that is. I feel like they're going to have to win the time of possession by at least, I'd say, four minutes. At least 32-28. Maybe even a five or six minute time of possession advantage for the Packers. Yeah. They're going to have... That's the easiest... Look... When you're facing a defense like San Francisco, and if you watched their game against the Vikings last Saturday, I mean, you saw it. Holy shit, did you see it? That is a fast, relentless, deep front, you know? Armstead, Buckner, Bosa. Oh, Bosa again. Third time facing a Bosa. You know, D. Ford, who didn't play in the game in November, but will be be up for this one. Uh, Thomas. I mean, they just, they have so many guys that just roll at you. It's the best way to beat a defense like that, right? Is to tire them out, keep them on the field. This is kind of master of the obvious, but I just, I think it's so, so important for the Packers. Like, the five most important players in this game are David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Corey Lindsley, Billy Turner, and we assume Brian Balaga. I think he'll be, 
Who has he begun washing his hands and his butt? And he's now over the flu, I believe, I think. Hopefully they'll have him. I think they'll have him available for this one. Those guys are, I mean, those five guys are the most important, really. If they can protect Rodgers and they can open up holes for Aaron Jones, that will keep this this offense on the field. And that that's, I think, the, that's the, that gives Green Bay the best shot to win. All right, point number two. Second key to victory. Win the turnover battle by at least two. Now, the Packers didn't force any turnovers last week. Well, they should have had one, but again, quote-unquote, no clear recovery, which still pisses me off. But they won, so whatever. Um, But that was okay. Not forcing any turnovers was okay against Seattle. The Packers are, as we saw, more than good enough to go possession for possession with the Seahawks. Against San Francisco? Well, (laughs) let's just say I don't think they are. They're going to have to steal a couple of opportunities in this game to have a shot to win. Now, I think they're going to have chances to do that because Jimmy Garoppolo, as handsome as he may be, will give you chances at turnovers. As we saw in their game against the Vikings, you just have to take them. And, you know, that's the Packers are going to have to do it. They're going to have to come up with a, a couple of turnovers. Oh, and did I mention Green Bay won't be able to turn the ball over at all? Yeah, because they, they can't. <laughs> now, the Packers were good in that area against Seattle. Hell, they've been good pretty much all year in that department. And that has to continue. They can't turn the ball over at all. It's going to have to be a 100% clean game in that department. And they're going to have to force... It's going to have to be at least 2 nothing. I think. Give themselves a short field. That defense is just too good. You know, you're not going to be ripping off 65, 70, 80-yard drives against that defense on the reg. You're just not. You know, you're, you're going to have to have some short fields to work with. And the easiest way to do that is turnovers. So it's, it's a must. Absolute must. We move on now to my third and final key to victory. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to play his best game of the year. Maybe not statistically, because it's going to be almost impossible to top what he did against Oakland statistically when he was he was perfect or basically perfect um but he's gonna have to be he's gonna have to play his best game he just is or you know I now I said on the podcast Sunday night that the numbers didn't tell the full story as far as how great Aaron Rodgers was against Seattle and that's true they weren't you know he was he controlled the game I talked about screwing a game manager he controlled the game no f-bombs tonight I said F being a game manager, but no F bombs tonight. I'm not. I'm not quite that hyped up. Um, but he, you know, what I mean, he he just was in full command of the game and the offense, and I just thought it was a really incredible performance from him. Didn't chase the home runs. Focused on the shorter intermediate stuff, moving the chains, stuff I've been screaming about for weeks. He did that. That even that feels like it won't be enough <laughs> against the San Francisco team. It doesn't. He's going to have to put up some obviously big or at least fairly big numbers for Green Bay to win. I mean numbers that you can look at a box score afterwards and go, wow, holy shit, that's impressive. He, he's that, that, It's going to take that kind of Aaron Rodgers, I think, for the Packers to pull this off. And, you know, it's time for him, man. This will be his fourth NFC Championship game. And really, if you think back, he hasn't been great in any of the previous three, right? At Chicago, the year they won the Super Bowl. At Seattle, the game we won't talk about. And then uh, three years ago at Atlanta, 
he wasn't very good. He was better in the second half, but I mean, in the first half when they needed, he just he wasn't very good. It's that simply can't happen here. It's it's time. It's time for a transcendent Aaron Rodgers NFC Championship game performance, or at least something damn close to it, for the Packers to win this game. Yeah, hundred percent. So you want a prediction, don't you? That's what you want. You know what? Hold that thought. I asked people for Twitter questions. Now I didn't. I didn't really give people a lot of time. I just posted this like an hour, hour and a half ago. So I only got one. <laughs> I only got one one reply. I guess everybody's busy tonight. Whatever. I'll read it anyway. It is from because it's a good one. It's from Philip Voss at p underscore Voss. Again, Philip, thank you for the thank you for alerting me to the uh, MKE MVP beer. I really enjoyed that on New Year's Eve. It's good stuff. Thank you. He says, no question, just thrilled with this team. This season, whatever happens Sunday, I have gotten so much joy from this team this season. I love that they're underdogs. Rightfully so. San Francisco is really good. To all those giving them no shot, thanks for the motivation. Just watch us. He adds, I believe this is a one-score game on Sunday. Yeah. I, yep, I I mean, yeah, well said, Philip. I mean, you know, like I said, it would have been, I said, uh, I can't remember, I was replying to a Twitter question on the show Sunday night, and I was saying that, because I can't remember who it was that wrote in, but they were saying, you know, it's an unmitigated success now, this season. And I said, yeah, I agree. If they had lost to Seattle at home, it would have been hard for me to say that, even with the relatively low expectations coming into the year. But now, yeah. I mean, they really are legitimately a house money team. This is house money for the Packers. Nobody believes in them. If they win, holy shit, how incredible is that? If they lose, I mean, you could kind of say, so what? Nobody nobody thought they'd make it this far anyways. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you. You know, it's been, it's been a really incredible, fun, joyous season. I mean, I don't want it to end. And on that note... Drum roll, please. It's prediction time. Okay, so I'm going to begin by saying, yes, this is a steep mountain to climb. And on the surface, it would feel like, it seems like the Packers have a lot, you know, from going to losing from, you know, 37 to 8 loss back, not even what, six weeks ago, barely six weeks ago to winning Sunday, on the surface, it might feel like that's too big of a gap for Green Bay to close in that short amount of time. And San Francisco is going to make it hard. Uh, look, Shannon, I talked about getting your hands on, on you know, coming up with turnovers when Garoppolo gives you a chance. I'm not really sure he's going to give the Packers much of a chance, at least initially. I'll be honest, I think they're going to come into this game running. You saw in that game against Minnesota last week, they let Garoppolo throw it quite a bit in that first half. And they were winning, what was it, 14-10 at the break? He turned the ball over at least once. That led to a Minnesota field goal. Um, in the second half, they just went ground and pound on the Vikings. And they blew their doors off. You know, I think Garoppolo threw the ball. After his interception late in the first half, I think he threw the ball six times the rest of the day. They had that one series when it was, was it seven, was it 17-10? They ran the ball all eight plays. (laughs) 
for 44 yards and, and ending up in a touchdown, made it 24 to 10, and for all intents and purposes, ended the game. I think he's going to, I think that's going to be the approach coming out of the gate. I think, look, I talked before, this Packers run defense still scares me. It does. It still worries me, especially against a team like San Francisco that has three capable running backs, right? I mean, you saw what they did to Minnesota on the ground last week, and I, I am concerned that they'll do that to the Packers. I think that's going to be Shanahan's, at least his early approach, because I think he knows the Packers are going to come in full of piss and vinegar trying to avenge what happened uh, at Levi Stadium back in late November. And I think he knows if I, you know, if we let Jimmy, I'm just talking from his perspective now, if we let Jimmy throw, what if the Packers come up with a couple of turnovers? That gets them even more fired up. That ratchets their intensity even more up. We could be in trouble. I think he's going to try to snuff that fire out early and often by running the ball. The run defense is going to have to play their best game of the year. Everybody, Kenny Clark, Lowry, Lancaster, Martinez, Goods, everybody. And that front seven is going to have to play their asses off against the run. And yet, and yet, my fellow Packer fans, it seems like it's going to be tough. But I think the Packers win. I think the Packers are going to do a good job, a decent job, decent enough against the run. I think the offense will score some points early, maybe surprise San Francisco a little bit. I think San Francisco is going to have to let Jimmy throw the ball. Now, that obviously is scary, too, because they've got Kittle, and they've got Samuel, and they've got Sanders. But him passing the ball, that's that's a win for the Packers. More so than them just getting, you know, grounded and pounded to death. So I think they're going to let—I think the Packers will score early. It will surprise San Francisco. I think San Francisco will have to have Garoppolo throw the ball. That will play into Green Bay's hands. I still think this is going to be a really close game. I do. But I think the Packers will hit all three keys to victory that I just talked about. And I think it will come down to a last, it'll come down to like the final two minutes. Aaron Rodgers will drive this team down the field. The Packers will be losing 21 to 20 until Mason Crosby. Wouldn't this be poetic justice? Mason Crosby drills a field goal as time expires. The Packers will win 23 to 20, 23 to 21. And they will march to Miami for Super Bowl 54. So you heard it here, folks. 23-21 to 21 Green Bay. That is my prediction for this one. And you know, it is kind of classic heart versus head. You know, because if you, if, you if you were just going after it, you would say, yeah, San Francisco probably wins. Yeah, the Packers keep it close, but San Francisco wins. But I'm going with my heart, man. This team, whoever thought that we'd be here? Who? Nobody. This team, through resiliency and grit and heart and determination, has gotten themselves on the doorstep of the Super Bowl, and I think they go through that door. And, you know, I just I wanted to keep going. What a great moment if you're in the state of Wisconsin like I am. What an incredible moment this is for Wisconsin professional sports. The Packers on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. You got the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in the NBA with the best player in the NBA I don't know if you saw last night, Zadarius Smith and Aaron Jones. By the way, keep running the offense through Aaron Jones. Everything I said last week, that stands this week. Z and uh, Showtime were at the Bucks game last night. They got a standing ovation. They played the Go Pack Go chant. 
People were chanting, go Pack Go. It went nuts at Pfizer Forum. Just an incredible, how cool was that? If you saw it, if you haven't looked it up, it was so cool. So freaking cool. And I just, there's just such a, it's such a wonderful wave we're riding right now. And I just, I don't want it to stop. I don't. And you know what? I don't think it stops. I think the Packers win. I think we're going to Miami. We've had we've had a couple of kicks to the teeth since winning Super Bowl 45 in Dallas, haven't we? More than a couple? Holy shit. A lot of shots to the groin. <laughs> and you know what? I think this team gets it done. I just I feel it. I really do. I'm I'm going there. It's going to be I'm so excited. These are the moments you live for as a fan, you know? You just you watch the draft and you go through OTAs and mini camps and training camp and preseason. Oh, preseason, the biggest tease in sports, and then the regular season. And you just you just wait for these moments. This is the good shit right here, man. And we're here. And I can't wait for Sunday night. I cannot wait. And you know what? I'll be back Sunday night. More likely you'll hear from me Monday morning. But I'm coming back Sunday night, man. Win, lose, or draw. I'm coming, but I think it's going to be a win. And you know what? I can't, in that event, I can't wait to talk to you guys again Sunday night. I want to thank you all for listening. Packer Nation, I love you with all my heart. Until next time, this has been Lemp's Talking Pack. I am Chris Lempesis. Let's go. Let's punch the ticket to Miami. Go, Pack, go.